The aim of Black Mental Matters is to tell experiences with honesty. Therefore, some discussions may trigger an adverse reaction. If a discussion is beginning to upset you, we advise that you please stop listening and talk to your support team. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're back and we're black. Once again, it's Black Mental Matters. How you doing? Vince the Voice, myself and Makiba. Boy, we are trying to eradicate that stigma as it relates to mental health in the black community. This is a very personal program for both of us. Uh, and one of the reasons or the uh, prime reason why I wanted to even create this podcast that deals with mental health and stigma as it relates in our black community. So without further ado, let's just uh, get it started because Black Mental Matters, which covers every Every aspect of your life, Black Mental Matters, it begins right now. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, Black Mental Matters with your boy Vince the Voice and your girl Makiba <laughs> Reed Johnson. Hey, Makiba. Hey, Vince the Voice Bailey. Hey, How hey. are you doing this morning? I'm, this cold, chilly Georgia morning. Yeah, yeah. The weather's changing. Things are changing, but. I tell you, I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, both my arms hurt. I got the booster and the flu shot yesterday. Wow. I went on and just said, hey, look here. Boost me, shoot me, flu me, whatever. Because, you know, I'm out there, you know, and I, I got yes. to be protected. I got that and my personal air purifier and mask and everything. Oh. And because uh, I got. You ready? To, uh, yeah. And I got to make money, man. You know, so. That's what I'm talking about. Folks, get yourselves <laughs> together so you can come on out here and get some too. Quit tripping. <laughs> <laughs> get the vaccine, like we say, WT, right. <laughs> WTF, which you know, shoot. What y'all doing? What y'all doing? So, uh, but uh, yeah, doing good. How about yourself? Everybody good? Yeah, yeah, just mentally getting ready for the, you know, for the holidays, which is yes. not my thing mentally. Just, <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you yeah. know, like when you've lost loved ones, you know, you know, you know how it is. Just holidays hit different. Yes, yes, yes. Well, thank you uh, again for all that, uh, uh, you know, you've done. And man, we're, we're at past two years now of of doing wow. this program. And wow. um, I mean, you have been uh, talking to me over these years. Uh, you know the reason why we even delved into this world of mental health, particularly in the black community. And it was due to the losses that I experienced uh, uh, and, and yourself. I mean, you you had some some, some situations uh, that, um, you know, we wanted to help others. And, and exactly. that's what it's all about so that's what this uh program uh you know uh we'll give, give them that uh, trigger warning because we're going to be talking a little deep stuff today uh, right. about suicide and right uh, you know depending on what numbers you look look at right now the numbers of suicide in the black community black men has skyrocketed and kids skyrocketed <sighs> Yeah. And yeah, it's 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 really scary, especially on the tail of the pandemic, you know, Vince. And, and I mean, and the data is still is, is still being collected. You know, I mean, we really won't know, you know, till the end of the year, pretty much, you know, what what how how bad this is, especially in the black community where a lot of our numbers aren't aren't even reported. Right. Because, you know, we're not going in to see professionals. So there's no, you know, data record keeping for, for you know, for a lot of us because we never even get to the mental health professionals to even get data 
collected and, and represented with, with, with these statistics. So this is something very, very serious. And I, I my, my hat goes off to you, Vince, you know, with, with this show, because I know this really hits home for you on a, on a personal level. And, and basically, you know, this show is going to be about honoring those who we've lost to, to suicide, yes. because many times when we hear of someone losing their life to suicide, there's an understandable amount of emphasis on the fact that suicide was the cause of death, you know, and there's often along with that, a lack of understanding the importance of honoring that person's entire life and not letting their suicide be the final marker or the final statement of their life. And, And I've actually wanted, wanted to do this show for a while, or at least have some kind of dialogue about this, because I see this a lot with people who've passed from suicide is that when their memory is honored, it's almost like uh, it stops with their cause of death. And when you look at, you know, people that have, you know, passed away from breast cancer or, you know, cardiac arrest, there's, you know, there's this whole person behind the story and their life and who they were and how their life is celebrated. And it's not the same for, persons who've lost their lives from suicide with with those individuals there's this this fear of of talking about them yes. there's this lack of understanding what the family and the friends and the survivors of that person need and there's this open ended that people don't experience when they have someone who they've lost you know from natural causes or a car accident or Whatever. So, so this is what I wanted to bring attention to today is how we can be better at honoring people's lives who have been lost by suicide. Because yes, suicide is tragic. It is devastating to lose someone. But, you know, as a suicide survivor myself, and and that's different from a suicide loss survivor like yourself, Vince. You lost someone to suicide. Um, I'm a suicide survivor because I survived my own attempt mm. on my life. And, and I remember during a suicidal episode thinking to myself, you know, after I do this and after I'm dead, I don't want to rem- be remembered just for this. Yes. I, I remember thinking that. And when you think about that, that puts even more importance on us really looking at that whole person and honoring that entire person's life and who they were. Well, I'm honoring you right now. Thank you for sharing and and for, you know, using your uh, abilities to help others. Uh, You've been doing it your entire life, uh, whether it was at the college or, you know, in your interactions everywhere. And I think that that Kendrick spirit brought us together. Um, Right. As you said, yes. And I guess that would have been 1981. It was my senior year in high school where uh, I lost my father. Uh, my father committed suicide and, uh, you know, to be honest, it was a, a blur <laughs> after that. Uh, you know, I'm almost I, it's getting me now. I'm almost 60, you know, 58 years old. But at yeah. the time, did it took me down a path of, you know, drugs and drinking and promiscuity yeah. and everything else you could name, you know, just, I guess anything. And, and, you know, when there are unanswered questions as well, then, you know, you really don't. However, as you said, I still today, I mean, the thing about my dad was, or is, is his work ethic was off the chain. Yeah. 
I'm talking wow. three jobs. Uh, you know, wow. mama had the Cadillac. All of us went to Catholic school. I added that up. I was like, man, y'all could have had a big house out on the beach. But you yeah. you decided to send me and my brothers uh, all to Catholic school with great education and to dress to impress back in the day, you know, and, 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 and everything. And that is what I, I know I got from my dad was work ethic uh, uh, and, and providing uh, for, for your family because he sure enough did that. And um, we all came out, you know, for the better for it. But um, there is no replacement. I mean, I, you know, you, you, you think about now, I think about now, you know, what, what would it be like, you know, if my dad was still alive and, you know, would he be proud of being things like that? And oh, I, I, yes. I, I'm sure he would be. I'm sure he would be. Um, you know, he had instructed my brother to get Vincent in the Air Force. And I lasted six months, 18 days, you know. <laughs> they called it inadaptability, but keep this, this cat here, <laughs> you know. Um, but then, uh, you know, what uh, really for me, you know, fast forward. And then in 2004, my oldest brother, Tony uh, or Theodore. Yeah you know, uh, also uh, committed suicide. And, uh, you know, I just can't. And he was the, you know, he was the uh, brother for me that introduced me how to uh, shop uh, for good quality clothing without paying a whole lot of money. And he just had a yeah. lot of style, you know, about my, my brother was. And, and he actually did have uh uh, you know, some mental health challenges in that, uh, you know, the highs and the lows. I mean, he lived on the Gold Coast down there on uh, Navy Pier, you know, or down there on uh, Michigan, Chicago on the Gold Coast. I mean, yeah. beautiful, uh, beautiful um, condo overlooking Lake Michigan. and. Oh, wow. You know, fast forward a year later and back home with mom, you know, as a grown man in the room, uh, you know, just sitting there and did not want to take his medications. But a brilliant, brilliant. Uh, he was with IBM when it first started. So all of this, <laughs> these these, you know, their lives were not in vain. And yes. uh, I try to do the best I can uh, with this to, to honor them and to know that uh, you don't know what people are going through. Mm -hmm. And uh, just by us having these conversations, uh, I know that we have reached people. I know that we have helped ourselves as well. And I know that we are honoring uh, those who uh, who deserve it, who, who, who literally exactly. deserve it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and just, you know, with the conversation that we're having now, Vince, you know, like I want our listeners to also know, you know, like you and I are, are kind of from the old school, you know, where we kind of use the language um, of, of, of quote unquote committed suicide. But we, what we're really trying to let people understand is that, you know, what we're trying to be mindful is that, you know, we're now using the language, you know, passed away by suicide or yes. died by suicide because people who don't understand, like when, when you and I are having the conversation, we understand, you know, committed suicide, died by suicide. We understand it because we've lived through the experience. But for other people, when they hear committed suicide, that word has that heaviness of that person did something to themselves. And that's not what it is. Active suicide is reactive. And it's not that you're doing something to yourself. You are reacting to pain or, or, or sorrow or emptiness or, or, or that dark void. You are reacting and you are trying to end 
that pain. So it's a passive response. And 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 I also just wanted to you know just to get your um dad's name, mm-hmm. uh, Vince. Uh, Sydney Sydney Bailey Sydney Bailey Sydney yeah. Sydney Bailey. Yeah, and you know what? And hats off to your father because as you were telling the story about his you know, his, his grind and his hustle. And, you know, and, and this was in the eighties, this was during Reaganomics. I remember them years and, and how hard it was for black men to provide and build wealth in the eighties with the whole trickle down economic theory. And I mean, it, it was, it was a lot of pressure on black men, you know, at just, at just, you know, coming out of, you know, the civil rights movement, you know, that was their generation, Martin Luther King, um, Malcolm X. So they had a different perspective on this life and they didn't feel like they had time to rest yes. because that's how my father was too and a lot of black men were working their uh, themselves into the ground and there was not this this space that we're opening up now of hey black man you know let's talk about your mental health hey sydney you know how are you feeling hey theodore you know what's you know what's going on with you that didn't exist right you know so so it's so it's so important you know, when we're talking about your dad, Vince, and, and, and we're talking about you, your brother to, you know, to talk about those beautiful things that they were doing in their life and how hard they were working, yes. what made them unique and special. I mean, I know Theodore is proud of your <laughs> yeah. your suit game right now, because oh, yeah. every time I look at one of your posts, I'm like, dang, I am actually <laughs> intimidated to do any any event with you because I know I got to go shopping like two weeks ahead of time. Vince <laughs> hey. is going to have some clothes on that will make it look like he's been photoshopped into the picture and people are going to be looking at me like what you got on no. <laughs> so that that is such a cool thing to know that every time that I'm seeing you you know in your suit game that that's Theodore Bailey that's right that's right I that's can, awesome I can recall and we were around, around the same size so uh, I can recall you know after uh, my brother had died from uh, suicide and, and uh, I inherited a number of his uh, outfits back then and clothes and he had this one you know very high dollar suit and I was working with the job corps program at the time and um, at one of the centers the one in North Carolina uh, a young person over the summer uh, had uh, tragically you know lost their life not to suicide but had tragically lost their life and I made it a point to put on my brother's suit and his shoes and I went up there and we had the biggest love fest for this uh, student we were shouting to that and uh, yeah I'm getting goosebumps as I talk about it right now because it was such a it was such a uh, uh, an awesome time and the fact of the matter is that um, you know my my brother and my dad uh, were very influential in my life and I take them and my mom who who you know, died of natural causes, quote unquote. But I take them, you take them with you everywhere you go. And I do not, it it took a long time to be able to talk, you know, just talk about it because it it is painful. It is, I miss them and all those, and you know, what could have, it should have, it would have. But at the same time, like I say, their lives were not in vain and they continue to live through me uh, as, you know, I I navigate my way through this world. And um, I would encourage anyone 
Um, I, I think a lot of times people fall into whatever depths of uh, dissatisfaction with what they're doing because they are not following what they really were put down here on this earth for. And I feel like this is one of those things, you know, hey, you're here to help yes. others, Vince. And uh, the, all this stuff that happened to you in your life uh, was not for you. It was to help others or wow. a, and and, you know, the type of career that you choose so that you can use those gifts that you were given to um, to not only help yourself, but but help others. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Let me ask you this as a as as a suicide loss survivor. You know, when you think back on when you first lost your dad and, and, and when you first lost Theodore, how can you help others that are in a situation where they know someone who has lost someone by suicide? What did you not get? from people around you during that time that you needed like what could what what could people or what should people have done differently for you to help your you grieve and, and to help your family heal um well i i don't know if uh if i would say what they what they didn't do but you you touched on it earlier i mean it's almost as if the uh the the, the family member becomes a ghost you know no one yeah you know, speaks or uh, kind of, you know, uh, uh, about them much. Or, yeah. And and I, I think that's the, the, the biggest thing. And like I say, hey, they did not live in vain. I got pictures all over my house, you know, mm-hmm. pictures in my office here, uh, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, yes. And I think people, you know, they don't know sometimes what to say. Everyone's not a trained therapist. Everyone doesn't investigate what they should do in a situation like this. It's a shock. It was, it was mm-hmm. definitely a shock to 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 all of us uh at the time but i would you know to answer your question again i think it's the situation happens that people it's almost easy to forget about that if you do not consciously make sure like i said i want to make sure people know that uh hey shoot my daddy was the man you know people talk about that grass outside that i cut shoot dad didn't play no messed up yard it had to be trips and i hey every time i cut the grass it's like a good feeling that i know where it comes from you know that there were uh, certain chores and things that had to be done on a regular basis. Wasn't no garbage overflowing in the kitchen <laughs> or, you know, the, <laughs> wasn't no dishes in the, in the sink, you know. Uh, but at the same time, but there was something else. That's, uh, I, I'll keep a couple things to myself. But he, okay. you know, he he was, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the leader of our family, the breadwinner. Well, yeah. mom made good, you know, made her money too. But like I said, dad had three jobs. Mom drove a Cadillac. All of us went to Catholic school. I mean, you talking kindergarten all the in way the 80s. in the 80s yeah well no even before that because i'm the youngest so it oh, was even wow. before that uh the dad uh you know died of suicide in 1981 so right. it was all that time prior to that and which wasn't an yeah. easy time here we are today and it's mm-hmm. it's definitely a, a result of all that they poured into me here we are today with black mental matters and so much more in life wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So and, and and thank you for sharing that, Vince, because I think I think what you just touched on is that when this happens, people don't people are hesitant to bring up the individual who lost their life to bring that person up because they don't want to re to open up your old wounds. Right. 
And and what they're just like what you said, what they're inadvertently doing is turning that person into a ghost and minimizing their life. And this is so important what we're talking about, Vincent. And I really want people to hear this because from the perspective of someone who's had, you know, suicide attempts, there were times that I felt like my my life didn't matter and and I didn't matter. And that's why this is more important than ever or anything else to honor every little thing possible about who that person was and about their life because they were struggling with that at times. And so that's why it's so important to not let that person's memory just fade off and to keep their memory alive. And for family members and friends of people that are suicide loss survivors to bring that person's name up and have conversations about that person and show pictures of that person and sit and have, you know, times and, you know, little special things where you sit and you reminisce together and go over old memories. That's so important to honor that person's life. And it also allows that family member to heal because that's a big piece of what's missing and the family's inability to move beyond it is because nobody wants to talk about it anymore. Yes. So thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, you're, you're 100% on, on point there. I mean, it feels good right at this moment to uh, talk about dad and, and, and in a way that, and, and my brother, you know, in a way that is uh, edifying, to, that, that is lifting them up, you know, that is lifting them up because that's what they did for, for me when they were here. And, uh, you know, they're are, you know, family members, some that um, will uh, bring up a funny story, you know, or something <laughs> like that when we're all together. And it does. It makes you feel as a loss survivor, as you say, uh, it makes you feel good. It makes you uh, it makes that person feel like, oh, yeah, you know, he yeah, he was something else. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, hey, I'm wearing his shoes right now. <laughs> Whatever, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. it, 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 it does. It does help. So uh, a very good uh, uh, point that you made there, uh, Makiba. Yes. Oh, well, thanks. Well, thanks. I I just want to thank Sydney because I know he's listening. (laughs) And so I just (laughs) I just want to thank Sydney because, you know, you and I have so many conversations, Vince, you know, off the record outside of our podcast where, you know, I love how humble you are. And you're always, you know, saying, oh, this person is this and their credentials. And, you know, and you always kind of downplay yourself. And I just want to say to your dad, Sidney Bailey, you know, that he did a great job with his family because the the amount of hustle and, and grit that you have where, I mean, if anybody who follows you online, you know, in the airport, you're flying over here, you're back in Atlanta, you're back over there, you're doing this, you're a Buckhead Fight Club. I mean, you've got all these things going on. You're at Clayton State College. I mean, you're, you, you, so, I mean, so you've got all this stuff, you know, these things going on. And on top of that, you are, you know, you, you, you put together this podcast, which you've been staying on top of for two years. I mean, you, you have not let this go for two years. You, you just sent me some, um, software, you know, where, you know, the, um, the, the marketing tool that you use to put together the video promos for, you know, the black mental matters. I just want to say to both you and, and, and your dad, Sydney, I have not been able to figure that thing out with my, with my, with my three college degrees. I can't, Vince, I cannot figure out how to use that software. To say. I can't, I can't figure it out. So I want to say, you know, my hat's, 
my hat goes off to your dad because he did a hell of a job raising a successful black man that has that entrepreneurial grit and hustle and go out there and get it. And like the first time I came to your house for our first podcast, you know, that we actually did on, on site at your home, I was like, wait a minute. I mean, I'm pulling up to some gates and then I'm going down this, this driveway to like the land of Oz and it's like all this green grass. <laughs> Palm trees. There's a studio outside. I'm like, oh my goodness. I mean, I was like, I was blown away. So I really put you up on a pedestal and I really admire you because I don't think that you really see yourself sometimes. So I just want to say, you know, thank you, Vince. Thank you, Sydney, for everything that you did, because I know that that man was out there sacrificing and busting his ass and you can bleep that out if you need to, nope. so that his family could have a better life than what he had. And that in and of itself makes your dad's life successful because you're here doing what you're doing right now. Amen. Well, thank you. Thank you. And it also comes to mind that as a kid, we all, I, I, well, my brothers are older than me, but I know for me, I mean, whatever the cause was, we was into it, you know, save the Indians, save the kids, yes. the children, walk for the, we used to say, walk for the retarded. We walk for the retarded. White folks be throwing rocks at us. You know, wait, so we, wait. we, I wait. mean, that's what it was I called know back y'all then. y'all weren't using the word, please t- tell me y'all weren't using the word retarded. Yes, though, back when, when I was <laughs> kid yes. The 70s. <laughs> yes yeah what i was i mean but that's how far back it goes i that, love it that it was about you know helping others and so there's just no way i would not be true to myself in my upbringing mm-hmm. if i did not do something like this um uh, uh uh today i would be tossing and turning like what would i need to do something i gotta do something it's very hard to just sit back well i guess it's easy for some to just sit back and say whatever mm-hmm. you know especially in this climate that we're in here today. But for me, it's very hard to sit back and see something and know that I could at least say something if not, if not do something about it. So, you know, that's how that's, that's, that's what mama and daddy, that's how they, you know, Hey, you you help some other folks. And it it wasn't even the caveat of it. It'll come back to you. That wasn't even a part of the equation. It was just, you Mm -hmm. help other folks, you know, uh, they probably knew that, but (laughs) you help other folks. And even in death, my brother and my dad are helping other folks today oh. through, through baby boy Lil Vinny. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Vince the Prince. I've had so many oh, names over the years. Man. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Vince the Prince. Hold on. Vince the Prince. I haven't heard yeah. that one. Oh, I used to sign That's everything cool. with that, with that, <laughs> with that uh, signature. So, uh, you know, hey, God is great. I love it. What, 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 what we got to do, though, what we got to do, you know, always is is give some 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 helpful tips and and I, yes. I, if if you'll uh, allow me uh um, yeah no please do as a as a survivor of uh of, of suicide or a lost uh family how do you say it how is it again yeah. Um, a suicide loss survivor. A suicide yes. loss survivor. Some tips. Uh, say here. First of all, take care of yourself. You know, take care of yourself. You you become overwhelmed and stressed, and then you forget about taking care of yourself. You know, the eat the, the basic stuff like eating healthy meals, sleeping, taking your medications, restroom, all that kind of stuff. So definitely do that. Also, take your time. I mean, this is we're talking uh, 1981. This is 2021. This it's, wow. it took it took a long time. 
time to um to be able to <sighs> act on it. I mean, it was inside of me yeah. to actually act on what can I do to help others or what can I do to tribute uh, it, it, for my for my dad and my brother um routines you know get into some routines it helps you feel in control and, and keep you anchored take mm-hmm. times for things that you enjoy you know me if i ain't enjoying it <laughs> he ain't gonna do it <laughs> as my man on the wire used to say she <laughs> I'm out. I don't care how much money you got or, you know, or the, the prestige to this thing. If I'm not enjoying it, if it ain't something that I, I did, I'm not I'm not getting involved with it at all. Yes. And, uh, and and take advantage, of, uh, take advantage of the available support out there. There is a lot. Of course, always the National Suicide Prevention Hotline number is out there. 800-273-8255. 800-273-8255. Be looking for those, you know, if it's a family member, be looking for those signs, you know, if they're changing, uh, you know, the again, like my brother, the extreme highs and lows. I mean, I can recall, oh boy, I'd, I'd be asleep at 530 in the morning. Tony, back in the door, man, I got an idea. I'm like, man, if you don't yeah. get up out of here, you know, <laughs> you're doing that voiceover stuff. Vince, I'm telling you, man, we, I was like, oh man, come on now. <laughs> Uh, you know, and, or then you come to a foreign idea that, man, I don't know. You, you do know, you know. So, <laughs> At five o'clock in the morning. Right? The extreme highs and low. Look for that irritability, yeah. withdrawals, you know, saying certain things. Um, there's a whole laundry list out there. And uh, it's very easy to find information. Uh, and we've got to stop these numbers from from escalating the way they are. They're already there. Again, depending on what you look at, it's either the uh, number two or number three cause of death and young men these days come on we got to do something yeah we do yeah and and we also need to start paying more attention specifically to the mental health of of black men and and knowing that depression looks different for black men because black men aren't allowed to be vulnerable or to express Right. Yes. All the time, especially if you are, you know, the head of a household or you're or you're, or you're the primary, you know, financial provider for the family. I mean, they're so so we need to make sure that we are having conversations and asking black men, hey, you know, black man, how do you feel? You know, what's going on? And, you know, yeah. and to have these spaces that are led and facilitated by other black men. And that's why I make sure I get out of the way of these spaces that are being created. Cause I don't think it's my job as a black woman to facilitate this space. This has to be space for and by black men so that there's a level of comfort in the disclosure of information and, and emotions and, and, and feelings and whatever it is that they're going through. And do not, do not do not let what others may think uh, dictate to you how you should feel or how you should do what they what 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 uh, how others you know that That's comes it. up a lot stereotypes yes. of, of the way others uh, view you forget forget that they've been yes. talking about me since I was a curly haired little boy in uh, daycare <laughs> you know that boy wow yes I am <laughs> shoot <laughs> the nuns even said maybe if you cut his hair uh, he'll calm down <laughs> you know? hey listen don't let people dictate to you how you feel about you you know what I'm saying yes. I, I, that is that is a big one I think that you know oh people see me I'm, I'm, I'm I lost my job or I did this hey that job does not dictate anything yes. uh, that does not define who you are 
you know. Yes, right, right. Know thyself. That's right, because nobody can tell you who you are. That's right. Absolutely. Yes. I love that. That's my, giving me a chill. My mom used to say, and we, we got to wrap this up, but I, I, I feel just moved. Mom used to say, hey, if somebody uh, is not your friend, it's their loss because you know you are a good friend. Again, the reason this program, Black Mental Matters, is about all these aspects of life that we deal with. And yes. it all adds up to who you are. And we are some great, resilient, you know, all those kinds of things. But yet we're also human. And uh, right. uh, sometimes you just need a little person in your life or a big person like Makiba Reed Johnson to remind you Aww. just how good you can be. <laughs> Aww. And, I received that. And with that, Makiba, you ain't gonna get me crying on this uh, uh, podcast. I'm a grown man. I'm a, you ain't gonna no, trigger this. I got um, something in my eye too. It's okay. <laughs> remember, we, we ain't gonna trigger this. Uh, mm -mm. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, take that with you. <laughs> and uh, you know uh, uh, again don't forget that uh, if anyone suicide hotline can't say it enough again 1-800-273-TALK that's 1-800-273-8255 and we'll pick up on this again ain't no doubt about it because it's the reason we're doing it uh, thank you so much dad thank you so much Tony for the love and uh, caring and sharing and, and all the things that you've laid upon, not only upon me but others in the world God bless yes. thank you yes. thank you Makiba oh you're welcome Vince thank you 